Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters. About however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody <laughs> with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jake and our sponsors today, the Houston Fishing Show, 49th Annual, and the Belleville Meat Market. All right, weather, 60 degrees down on the island this morning. And then today we're going to have a mix of clouds and sun during the morning hours. They'll be followed by increasing clouds with some showers developing this afternoon with areas of patchy fog. High of 64, southeast winds 15 to 25. That rain chance today is 40%. That'll increase to about uh, 80% tonight. Locally, heavy rainfall is possible. And a low of 59. And then for tomorrow, thunderstorms in the morning, they'll give way to partly cloudy skies late in the day. Gusty winds and small hail are possible. Rain chance 100%. Just what we need. More rain. All right, tides for today. These are Galveston Channel Tide predictions, and there's two of them. We're sitting on a low that just occurred at 3.35 a.m. It was a negative 0.2. Then we have a high at 5.54 p.m. It's an 0.7. Sunrise this morning, 7.08 a.m. Sunset, 5.58 p.m. And our moon phase is 62%. And it is Groundhog Day, and uh sun's not up yet, so we have no idea how much more winter we're going to have. But uh, the good old trusty groundhog, he'll tell us all about it at daylight. All right, looking at uh, Galveston Channel, it's 59 degrees down there with 56-degree water with a southeast wind at 7 to 9 miles per hour. And at Eagle Point, it's 61 degrees with 61-degree water. That's exact. Both temperatures, 61.3 air and water temperature. You don't see that a lot. Southeast wind at 8 to 9. And at Morgan's Point, it's 59 degrees with 58-degree water and a southeast wind at 7. So there we are. That's your weather and tides, and uh, get them early. Looks like uh, we got some weather coming. Anyway, all right, well, let's head over to the Tri-Bay area. Let's check in with the old hammer this morning, Captain Glenn Hammond, see what he's up to. Glenn, good morning. What's up? Hey, good morning, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No fog in the area. Uh, hardly any wind at all. Looks like my little weather machine's showing goose egg this morning, so it, it must be under 5 or 10 miles an hour. I know that. But uh, whatever we're getting, if, if yeah. we're getting any wind, it's not, not much. Showing on my telephone with just like 4 miles an hour. But, yeah, it's seven um, in Galveston, seven to eight. It's about that way everywhere. It's no big deal. Like Wind's not a factor little, this morning. A little calming trend. Boy, the uh, the offshore boats were sure stacked up. Something's going on out there. As flat as that ocean was. Well, they was getting them state water snapper. 
Oh, and a lot yeah, of them went deep. I mean, I've I've seen a ton of beautiful wahoo and yellowfin I, tuna and grouper. Man, it's you know they got a great uh, weather window this week, and they took advantage of it. They, nice. I've seen them pull. I was over to one of the bait camps, and uh, one of those boats pulled up. Man, they pulled a wahoo out of that box. It must have been <laughs> four foot long, Captain Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> That was a beautiful fish, buddy. That's and that's some good, good eating right it's there. a lot better eating than it is beauty. <laughs> Boy, they're delicious. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that time of year, because there's a lot of a lot of offshore stuff going on right now. Uh, right on the beach, has been real sandy and flat. I mean, flat all the way to the beach. Uh, but uh, 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 one of my neighbors went over to Quintana. He brought a few speckled trout back yesterday. He didn't tell me how he got them or. He was waiting. He wasn't in a boat. I know that. So he must yeah. have got him from the bank or something. But anyway, that was about well, the only that time other. of year, you know. And after that freeze and then the fresh water out of the Brazos and everything, that's uh, I know guys that used to really tear them up, you know, in the surf over there on that uh, Brian Beach side. We uh, we crossed that Brazos River again, man. That it ain't slowed down a bit. That is bringing some fresh water down, buddy. Yeah, a lot of. A lot of stuff. I went out to Brazoria again yesterday. Tributaries uh, are running. Yeah, they are. Let's see. Starting a week off uh, on Monday, we had to go in and make a trip into Reliance Stadium or whatever they call it, uh, pick up Melinda's lifetime badge or her her, uh, credentials. Rodeo stuff. Yeah, she's a lifetimer or a lifer, you'd call it, committeeman. She was a committeeman for so many years, and she's a... Anyway, she badged out. She worked for 25 years of volunteering, and now she gets to go for the rest of her life or whatever for free. So <laughs> anyway, uh, went, in, went into town. That's always a trip going into Houston, but it wasn't too bad. So on the right side of Houston from where we live anyway. Um, uh, calm winds this week. Uh, temperature being, like you said, 60, 61 degrees right now, but uh, – We've had it up to 65, 66 degrees, close to 70, man, a couple of days this week. I knew it was going to be good, and I want, I put out a phone call to my buddy in Austin because uh, that's a long way for him to haul. You know, fishing ain't going to be no good. Well, he wanted to come down anyway, and I, I wasn't for sure how it was going to be with all the runoff and all the rain and, and just everything, you know, the water being unsettled and everything. I didn't know how the trout bite was going to be. They came on, uh, he came into town, picked up his buddy Henry that lives in Bel Air. Both of them are 82 years old. We have to help kind of make, we help, Henry and I have to help Mickey kind of get on and off the boat, but, uh, you know, just to make sure nothing We're all happened. headed there. Those days yes, are ahead sir. of us. Yes, sir. We're all going to need some help one day or another. But uh, anyway, bless their hearts. Uh, man, they, they put in a good day and uh, they, they worked their butts off and, and actually, they just kind of sit there and let me do all the casting and stuff because they're not too maneuverable. They're not they're not real mobile in the boat. But uh, anyway, yep, we're all getting there one day. So anyway, we uh, Captain Mickey, I couldn't believe it. They wanted to use live bait, so I'm I had to get up at like four thirty and beat the bait camp by the time they opened, or they would have been sold out. And really? these guys these guys wasn't showing up till ten thirty. So being at the bait camp at five o'clock and then uh, getting back home, laid down for a couple hours, but I got them some hopomatics and uh, we we went out into man the water was so low, it just our tides have been so severely low down here. We went out in the bay, all the oyster reefs are sticking up. I'm I'm swinging up mud, man, and I don't want to do that new engine like that. You know, I'm, I'm going man, I'm gonna just stay in the channels. I'm gonna stay over in the deeper waters. And uh, that's what we did. We pre-shrimped, um, caught a couple small trout. They ended up, uh, actually, I talked to him and seen, uh, they've thrown artificial all their life. And matter of fact, they threw their shoulders out and, and they just got tired of it. And they went to bait using live bait. But uh, I said, man, y'all give me 15 minutes with to throw this plastic. And I had them, some rods rigged up and took those popping corks, put them aside put those rubber worms in the hand. It wasn't 15 minutes, and Mickey had him a 19-inch trout. And uh, and I said, now, looky here. You know, see, 
I know Glenn, I know Glenn, but I just can't do it all day. You know, he, right. It, it's and, and work. That, yeah. No, man, it, it works on you. It really does. Uh, works on your shoulders, your wrist, your arms, your back and everything. You got to stay in there. But one thing about that plastic, you can cover so much water, so much area. And, uh, anyway, uh, one of them, uh, um, one of them didn't catch anything, and one did catch. So we ended up with three specks, a 19, an 18, and a 16. We had about a 22-inch black drum. We had two sheephead that were real decent. Uh, they didn't want me to throw them back. They wanted to keep those two. <laughs> and you know how those are a booger to clean. But uh, So anyway, two sheephead, a black drum, a sand trout, three specks, and they had them a pretty good box. Couldn't get a redfish. Uh, undersized ones, yes. Yeah, but, uh, just couldn't get a good red for him. So, uh, man, just a beautiful day on the bay. Uh, it was kind of, it wasn't a, maybe a jacket while you was running across a bay, maybe, you know, put on a long sleeve shirt or a jacket, but it really was nice outside. Uh, that water temperature was like 58 degrees, 57 maybe. It was still pretty chilly. Uh, that was earlier in the week, Wednesday. And, uh, Anyway, that uh got them a nice box of fish, and they headed on back yesterday. So, you see, uh, we're just uh we're just we're just gonna. I got a I got a friend of mine showing up from Lake Jackson today. He's gonna come in at seven o'clock this morning. We're gonna go run out and see, throw some plastics and see what we can do just for the fun of it. We ain't mad at him, and he don't care about keeping any. I don't care about keeping any. We just want to get out of the house and go for a boat ride and that's what we're going to do today you know if you are coming down in our area uh matter of fact there was like three bait camps yesterday that had the flags flying the white flags for the live shrimp so you will be able to get some live bait in the area or uh, uh i drove down to san Luis pass i was going to go launch down there on wednesday because there wasn't no, there wasn't any water in the bay behind my house where the little boat ramp is so I couldn't do that. Went all the way to the pass, and it was too shallow. I wasn't going to be able to get out at the mouth of the ramp there, you, where it dumps into Cold Pass right there at San Luis. Uh, it real shallow, so you kind of it bogs in there. You know that, that it fills in with sand and stuff all the time, being so close to the pass. But anyway, yeah. so I couldn't do that. So I drove back to Surfside and ended up launching underneath the bridge. Uh, there's a bait camp under there, and they got a they got a ramp, and it dumps you right into the intercoastal canal. So uh, that's where all the offshore boats were were launching at, and uh, that's 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 a ticket right now with the with the tides being like they are. And I didn't see very much improvement late yesterday afternoon. That tide started coming in up to the grass. I mean, uh, up to the marsh. You know, finally filling the bay. Uh, just. I don't know, just been so low, it was kind of nice to see a, a wind switch and a little southeast, and sure enough, it put a little bit, little more water in our bay uh, yesterday afternoon. I'm hoping it's still in there this morning, but like you said, it, we're sitting on a low tide. Right. Uh, it looks like we got an like incoming, and not much of one, it's a slow incoming. We're still... We're well, that low that we're on is like a negative 0.2, and then our high is an mm -hmm. 0.7. So you got about a, not even a foot, you know, right. in order to come That's, in. So, uh huh. Well, you'd rather have it like but that. But it's the time. Of, it's that time of year, you know, when we we experience these. Sure. Plus, you know, this next front coming in, it's going to blow like crazy, and it's going to dump a lot of water. It's going to blow it out a lot more again. You know, this weekend. You know, what night are we expecting this? I know we're supposed to get all the rain tomorrow. We're going to get all the rain to. Today, you know, afternoon, tonight, and tomorrow, and then fairing off late in the afternoon tomorrow, and then uh, strong, you know, northwesterly winds. That'll be cranking it up. Here we go. Another front. Right on. Right on. Well, right uh, on target for the weekend anglers. <laughs> hopefully, I'll have you some kind of report for today. We're going to get out there and, and uh, try to put a hurting on them. Might get Not a good bite going before all this weather moves in. Just might. We're do gonna it. try it, but we're gonna give her give her a, a go. But I got uh, you. that's about that's about all I got for you, Captain Mickey. I'm ran out. I ran out of paper. Ran out of writing stuff. So, all right, uh, buddy. Well, hey, throw him out a phone number. 
Yes, sir. 713-208-0683, man. Always a pleasure. Every y'all have a you great day. You got it, day. Glenn. You too, man. Take care, buddy. Thank y'all good, buddy. good luck Thank today. You. All right. Thank you, you, buddy. All right. That's the hammer down in the Tri-Bay area. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market located right in downtown Belleville. They're a short drive from Sealy off I-10 or Hempstead off 290, and they're still taking deer in in their processing facility. They do that year-round, by the way. And this week, uh, you know, they always double feature a pecan smoked sausage, you know, depending on what blend it is. They usually do two of them. Free samples are always available to try out. And they have a full menu of pecan smoked barbecue. They serve that Monday through Sunday all week long, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And their wild game processing facility, it's open around the clock also, well, till, you know, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Sundays and 7 to 7 weekdays. And uh, check out their their Vinny dogs and hog dogs. You can have some of your deer meat turned into, uh, whether it's venison or wild pigs, make hot dogs out of it. They're really good. The Belleville celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Nobody saw him running from 16th Avenue. They never found a fingerprint or the weapon that Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. Let's go up to Fayette County. Let's check in with our good friend Bob Green and see what he's up to. What's up, Bob? How you doing this morning? Well, I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Oh, couldn't be better. It's all good. Well, Thanks for even asking or caring. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, it, uh, we dried out a little just in time. I think we're going to get it wet again, what, tonight and tomorrow. So Yes. That's... Uh, that's okay with me. My ponds are full, but actually, just in that little bit, uh, well, in a few days, it's it's actually dropped a little bit. So I guess it soaked in. So we're all good. Uh, the uh, the lake's doing good. I mean, it's uh, it, it's not any more of those days you drive down there and you don't see any boats and trailers and trucks sitting there now it's uh it's pretty back full again everybody knows what time of year it is it's that time again and plus we had a yep. weather window this week the weather was so nice so hey how oh it was go? jeez man there there was two or two or three mornings and afternoons that the smokestacks going straight up it was for us anyway and it was i tell you what there uh, those spotted fish are starting uh, about last week, I guess, is the first ones I noticed. Oh, you're seeing them and with then, the markings on them? Okay. Yeah, well, the, the, the black marks, you know, it's, and that's changes. usually, yep, and that's usually, you know, the end of January and starting in February, so. Right. Uh, yeah, actually, I thought it was a little, a little later than normal, because normally, you know, during anywhere from the middle of January, Jan- January on, we were catching those fish out in 15, 16 feet that had those spots on them. Right. But uh, right now, it seems like about 50% of what you catch is half and half, male, half male, half female. And uh, some of the, oh, the, the bellies are big, but that little orifice there is just, it's just not... You know, oh, yeah. raw looking. Uh, you know, gonadal opening. You, if it doesn't have there a lot you of go. Red protrusion protrusion yeah. to it. Yeah, it's, it's early. It's uh, it's getting there, of course, but uh, it's just been been waiting for that that. But now, of course, right now, the Carolina rig fish we were catching were anywhere from nine to twelve foot of water, right. and a lot of those were males. I mean, there was a few females in with that. Mm. And but the uh, the bigger fish that we caught were in shallower water. They were anywhere from four to four to six feet. There you and go. throwing uh, the little uh, shaky head, shaky head with the watermelon red on it uh. was what we were using anyway. Right. Carolina rig. We were using a, a straight worm with the uh, not red bug. Yeah, red bug. Is what we were using, but I was fishing alongside them with the, with the, oh, the yum dinger, 
and I didn't get bitten, so I put the watermelon red on it. It could just be that one of them was a skinnier, you know, skinnier worm compared to the chunky one. Or could just be I didn't have it in the right spot. Right. One or the other. Water temperature actually had, had warmed up a little bit from the, from the freeze. I mean, it had been what somewhere around I don't know. It got down to fifty eight, and and uh, now it's, it's sixty four. That That's cold for Fayette County. Y- yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, you know that uh, you know power plant was running wide open too. So. Oh God. Yeah. It. it well, I'm glad you know nobody around here lost power because. I think it, a lot of people up here, some use blue bonnet, some use fed electric. So, yeah. And I know we we never lost. Well, we during that really hard freeze a few years, a couple of years ago, we 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 did the rotating power, you know, the off and on stuff. Right. But yeah. But it you know at one time it, rotating blackouts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh boy. But, yeah, I had but, one that lasted me about twenty six hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freezing to death in your own house, man. What is Isn't that ridiculous? To? I'll never forget that. It just don't make make sense. I couldn't put with enough logs in my fireplace. We're all huddled around that and we were so close to it we couldn't even see the T V over it. <laughs> At least at least you had a fireplace to burn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to think. Our power didn't go off enough to mess with it. But I remember one year that I actually took a deer lease propane heater and and just enough to knock the chill out. I wouldn't have left it running and go to sleep, but uh, set it in the middle of the living room. Uh, that's probably not a good idea. But, well, get the fire extinguisher yeah. out and just uh, be on standby. Have oh yeah, Keep- fire watch. Keep them handy all the time. Yes, sir. Uh, the water, the water's really pretty. I, mean, I noticed it, it had been a little stained, so that could have been from all the heavy rains too. <clears throat> but it had really cleared up. You know, for our lake, I mean, it's still going to be stained, but it, you could see those fish when they, you know, as, as you were pulling them in, you could see them dancing around a little bit below the surface, but. It sure sure felt good to get that that shallow bite again, right? And then of course, uh, uh, well, I talked to one guy that they said they they used a shallow running crankbait, you know, two to five foot type square bill, uh-huh. and that that's all they used all day long and caught fish on them. Well, that's good. That's so, fine. So, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't I don't throwing those shallow runners, you know, the square bills. Yeah, yeah, but not that. You know, that. we used those a lot for redfish back in the day, too, in tournaments. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I would have thought I would have thought those square bill fish are not betting fish. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Cause, you no, know, the, they're, sta- they're stagers. Yeah. I'm sure they're just, you know, <clears throat> yeah. in and out. They're just getting ready. But, uh well, you, I tell you what, right now you can run a square bill all day long and not hit a piece of grass. Yeah, uh, you're telling me that. That freeze kind of affected your grass? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look all the way around the lake now, it's solid light brown from where all that green was. Oh, man. So it's, uh, that's, that's not good. I mean, that, no. that's, you know, that's cover for them. That's our worm fishing cover right there, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, they're they're, gonna, they're probably going to still come to the same places, but they sure are not going to have the. They're not going to have the protection from the to, from the guys throwing the tilapia rigs. Put it that way, and uh, oh, the they're already out thing? there. Yes, man, yeah. I can't believe they allow that. I guess that lake's full of water now, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not quite up to the bottom board on the uh, dock, but it's, yeah. you know, it, it's back to where you can actually pull up to the bank again. Right. Uh, like at the boat ramp and all. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, I can't believe after all that water that it didn't go all the way back up, you know, to where the boat's sitting level with with the dock. Well, they let some out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know where they <laughs> Everything around here was was so full. 
I know. Uh, I don't know. Would you end up having fourteen inches or something in your area? Yeah, uh, it, it it was six the first day, seven the next, and then three the next. Oh Lord, yeah, you had some rain. So six, sixteen, something like that. Yeah, dang. Uh, and it, uh, yeah, it 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 was frog strangler. I mean, it was yeah, three days of it. That's a floater there. Yeah, but. Uh, like I say, I couldn't, I was missing water. For some reason, my levee, well, probably because I'm driving a side-by-side across it over the years, and it broke down, and after that rain, I was, I just couldn't understand why I wasn't uh, catching all that water out in the, in a three-acre pasture. And should have went out, went out there one day, and of course, you had to wait for the rains to see w- what was happening. And, mm-hmm. and I was losing water in two spots on the levee, which hurt me. And then the neighbor's driveway was letting water go all the way down past me. So uh, she said it was okay if I'd build a little berm there and turn it, and which I did. Uh, she, and that was that second rain, that seven-inch rain the next day, filled it up and overflowed. <laughs> so... It worked out good for me. Got them taken care of. Of course, the one pond across the street, the guy has all that old green crap floating around in it. And then every time it, that overflows, it goes into my big pond. Ooh. So it won't be long. I'll have that green stuff all over it. Again. Not good. And, and, unless it's what headed is that down green, towards... snotty, slimy stuff? No. It's it's like little tiny flowers, uh, little petals, I mean, just l- little little bitty petals. I mean, they're yeah. not, you know. Wonder what that uh, stuff is. No idea, but I mean, you you throw a rock or something into it, it'll it'll separate and it'll close back in again, just just floating. Frog fish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw some uh, scum frogs. It, it, yeah, I don't I don't like it because. And of course, I, I think I've only caught one bass in that pond because the way it overflows, it you know, uh, my little screen that I've got to catch, catch anything from going out is too small. So I've I've been getting around to fixing that for about twelve years now, <laughs> and I haven't done it yet. So yeah, yeah, honey, I'll get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something else to do. Like yeah, we, him honey we, we, <laughs> when when it was so cold, you know, uh, it's too cold to do that. You know? And then when June, July, or July and August, it is too hot, too, man. It's too hot then. And in the spring, uh, when the weather's just right, it's too wet. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I tell you what, though, it, it was wet though. You 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 had to have a four by four to go out there, look running around oh, in yeah. the goat pasture. Uh, of course, that's what happened to my levee. So, but fishing, you know, it, it's it's time, and it'll you know it'll it'll just keep getting better. Right. Grass, we may have to wait until we get some more warm spells. You know, it's, if there's anything left on the bottom, I didn't hit it in in mm-hmm. all the places I've been fishing. I haven't hit any of it, so it did a number on it because the lake the lake was down too during all that. that probably had something to do with it as low as it was and then that colder temperature got down to it easier yeah it it did it just, <clears throat> I, I hate it but you know yeah we shall adjust <laughs> and keep well. going uh, but not what i tell you now the water i told you what it was what it was or what it was during the freeze but it was 64 65 yesterday and so that you you had a lot of sun on it the last few days too mm-hmm. but uh and and not as much wind uh, uh that's that's acceptable but i don't know what it looks like we're going to have wind again next week I, I saw some 10 to 20 mile an hour wind I don't know if that's when the northwest, north northwest wind. Well, I know when that front comes in this weekend, turning. we're going to grab some wind. You know, for yeah, a couple but of I'm, days. I'm trying to think. I don't remember seeing anything under about forty something degrees, or forty two no, or forty five. Uh, like just for the Houston forecast, which you'll be a little cooler up your way, but yeah, I think 
Monday night, 44, Tuesday night, 45, but your highs are in the upper 60s, too. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and I even saw showing a northeast wind Tuesday about 10, (laughs) southeast Wednesday at 15, and Thursday south at 20, and Friday south at 20. And then another little weird little front comes through with a little bit of rain northeast at 15 for the next weekend. So, yeah, it's just kind of weather we can expect. They're showing a high of 74 on Friday. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, well, I. Yeah, South wind at twenty with seventy four degrees. I'll take it. <laughs> well, used to when I, when I'd always wear shorts. If it was at least if it was at least forty eight or something like that, it, shorts weathered with the little slicker pants put on and rip them off when the sun yeah. came out. Peel yeah. off. That's it. But but now I want full coveralls on in forty degrees. Well, yeah, getting Where's getting tender. Age? Chill yeah, down, bro. Tender in our old age. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be hot than yeah. cold. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah. I'm just, I'm just glad to see some, some of them fish with spots on them, and and uh, know, know, hopefully what's coming. Be all good. Well, just get out there and bust you a biggin, big old well, spawning uh, bass. Yeah, I, I, I saw one. They were, there were some people up in the, you know, the trees. people love them trees this time of year, getting into mm-hmm. the timber and stuff like that. But one of them was out there fishing the other day and a boy caught a pretty good fish and everybody thought, well, how big is it? And it was like six, six, three, I think they said it was. Yeah. So that's a good solid fish to you better right. having some, some heavy line to drag them out of the timber though. Yeah, six pound fish or, uh, Five, six-pounders a day will keep the bill collectors away, Ooh. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I know one thing, a six-pound fish is going to go wherever he wants to go. That's it. And uh, there's a lot of timber there unless you just jerk him right straight out of there. I'd much rather fish one in open water so you can play with it a little bit. But Yeah. You know, yeah that's just, the only bad thing about, you know, fishing heavy cover and stuff. you got to really, you got to winch them fish out of there. They'll bust you off. And then you yeah. don't get to enjoy them. You know, you gotta gotta horse them in, get them out of that yeah. cover. Yeah, I think they're fishing the uh, the golden theories of super fishing. I don't know. Yeah, let them let them dance around on the water a little bit and have a little fun with them, and, and it's okay with me. Of course, I'm not fishing tournament, so. If I was Remember fishing them old for, bass you know, fishing shows, I think like with Orlando Wilson and everything, and them, they'd hook them little old bass and they'd <laughs> jump out of the water and they'd always go, "Look at that sucker jump!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never, I never saw saw Orlando catch a big bass, and all them years I'd watch his show. Uh, yeah, you should watch all those. Yeah. Now, I, now I don't even hardly see any kind of tournaments, of course. I don't have a lot of those channels that, that show all that stuff up here. Uh, so yeah. We just, we get our excitement in real life. Yeah. Okay with me. All right, buddy. Well, hey, if somebody wants to uh, give you a call about coming up and fishing this spring, it's time. How do they get a hold of you, Bob? Yeah, yeah give a holler, 281-460-9200. Or Fayette County at bashfishing dot com. I didn't even post pictures from last last week, so I'll get it up. All right, y'all have a great morning and weekend. We're gonna do it, brother. You do the same. It's always a pleasure Talk talking to you, Bob. Be you safe too. out there. All right, man. Bye bye. All right, that's Mr. Bob Green up on Fayette County. It's getting their time of year up there. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Houston Fishing Show. If you're going fishing, well, don't. Not till you've been to the 49th Annual Houston Fishing Show. That's going to run from February 14th through the 18th at the George R. Brown Convention Center. And we're talking everything for fishermen. All the new rods, reels, and lures. Factory reps will be there. Guides from Alaska to South America all over the country. There'll be dozens of fully rigged boats and hundreds of kayaks, you know, to choose from. And they'll have clinics by expert fishermen covering salt and fresh water. And check out the kids' clinic on Saturday and Sunday with all the giveaways. Get the kids out there and let them have a really good time. They'll come home with some really cool stuff. So if you love to fish or just want to learn more about fishing, 
Don't miss the 49th annual Houston Fishing Show. Check them out at HoustonFishingShow.com. When the sun goes down on my side of town, that lonesome feeling comes to my door and the whole world Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 439 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down Matagorda Way and let's check in with Captain Tommy Alexander this morning. See whether he's fishing fresh or salt. What's up, Tommy? What's up, Mickey? Not a lot, brother. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not no. much, huh? Now we're in that yeah. kind of dead time of year between hunting season fishing season you know all that and yeah but, uh trying to get a pulse on things you know freshwater fishing everybody's <laughs> hitting them bass right now yeah on. that's the same that's me too that's exactly the same thing here and i'm fishing some bait. pretty stud trout down south right now too so yeah it's, that's what i'm hearing too they got that uh the freeze out tournament is uh, either today and tomorrow or tomorrow yeah, I think and Sunday. that starts today. Sure. Yeah, it's one of the two. It's two yeah, days, but right. I don't know if it's today and tomorrow or Saturday and Sunday, but I know it's I this week. I hope weekend. they catch them today because, man, tomorrow might be a little iffy. It's going to be rainy. Boy, it'd be a tough boat yeah. ride running to running from there to Mansfield in that rain, wouldn't it? God, yeah. But, uh, they got boundaries, though, there. Oh, do they? The okay. has boundaries, yeah. Well, that's uh-huh. good. I don't know exactly what they are, but they do have boundaries. Oh, okay. There's, there's, there's definitely different thing. It's not, uh, it's not. Well, there's so many tournaments like now that don't have boundaries, and you. I know. You, know, you forget about that. Yeah, I know. It's not like the legends and all that where you can go anywhere. This one's got. I just don't know exactly what they are, but it has boundaries. Right. Got you. For sure. I don't think they can come to East Bay. Really? They can't okay. come to East. Bay. Yeah. Uh, I think they got to stop at the Colorado or something like that. Got you. But, uh, no, I'm not fishing it. I'll be fishing in Fayette. So I won't be doing that. But, yeah, tomorrow morning it looks like a washout for sure. Like, I mean, it doesn't look good. But that's typical. forecast doesn't look good for tonight and in the morning. (laughs) Normal tournament junk. Well, sure. And you're fishing Fayette this weekend? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Well. Normal tournament junk. No, I'm not fishing a tournament. I'm just fishing with, I just got some guys coming with me, but uh, that's tournament weather for you. Yeah. I as do have Chief, a tournament. As old uh, <laughs> Captain Quint told Chief Brody, he said, don't forget your rubbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring your yeah. slicker suit. It, <laughs> I mean, it never bibs. fails, you know. It really uh, never fails. I, you know, you think after people say, oh, it's coincidence, it's coincidence. But it happens every time. I mean, nine out of ten tournaments, there's some kind of – it can be beautiful all week long. As soon as tournament day comes, it just – everything sure. breaks loose. It just happens more way more often than not. It's always on weekends. The weekend warriors, man, they can't catch a break. They get it. That's right. They get smoked every time, <clears throat> I, man. Even saltwater during the summer, I see that. Yeah. Like it'll be, and it's fine for me because I am fishing during the week, but I'll, I'll see it. I'm like, man, Eric, it's perfect all week long. And then here comes Friday and Saturday, it goes bad. Tournament time. Tournament time. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I, uh, you getting any fallout or any scuttlebutt over these new limit changes they're going to do in March? Um, no, not from any of my customers. I haven't heard yeah. anything. Right. No, none of my customers have mentioned anything. I'm, I'm still booking trips. I mean, I booked a couple saltwater trips yesterday, actually, for this summer. Right. So, I mean, no, I haven't for many of my customers. I mean, I do know people that don't like it, and uh, and I do. I have heard some people, you know, just talking about it, and I've heard a few that don't like it, and I, heard, you know, every time you find someone that doesn't like it, you find someone that does like it. It's it's you know real split. Yeah, it's, split it's up, but, uh, kind of split like the country is, 50-50. Yeah. Four and again. But as far as as far as far me booking trips or my customers, nobody said anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, like, I'm still booking trips. I haven't, 
You know, like I, like we talked about that one time, I, I swear 70% of the people that book trips with me to go fishing, they don't even know what the limit is. Right. They, you have to tell them, you know, they don't even know. So that it's not, you know, it doesn't really affect that too much at all. <clears throat> and it seems like I get every, every year I get more and more red fishermen on top of that. Anyway, I get, I mean, I have a big portion of my customers that all they want is red fish anyway. Right. I mean, the last two years or three years, I've ran more, I guess you'd say redfish trips, I guess what you want to call them. I've ran more redfish trips the last two years than ever in my career. Huh. People like people, I've, I've just got a lot of people lately want to catch reds. They like that big tug. <clears throat> they like that pool, and they like black and red fish and redfish on a half shell. And, mm-hmm. and then they just want, even the ones that want to catch and release reds, they just like the pool. Yeah. But no, so 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 I guess the answer to that I haven't had any of my customers, you know, yeah. say anything about it. But I, well, like you said, I have people. This Sunday, people I'm gonna open definitely. the phone lines up and uh, just make it a soapbox Sunday, <clears throat> and uh, anybody that See wants to uh, give their opinion on it, they're welcome to call in and uh, voice their opinion and give me some answers and solutions. You know, just check the pulse, give them a chance to rant. And uh, if yeah. they don't like it, or if they do like it, we'll just uh, we'll just check the calls, everybody. Yeah, we'll just work them in between all the calls and uh, let them voice their opinion. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely split, but I don't. It didn't it didn't affect my business really when it went to the you know three last time. I still we still ran quite a few trips. I mean, we I didn't really notice much slowness. The only thing that affects me, you know, us, it seems like more than anything is just weather. That's yeah. what gets us more than more than more than anything. Weather, because then people don't come down there, and then then they don't go fishing. Right. <clears throat> but I'll be, I'll be hitting that. I do know people that caught some fish the last few days uh, in East Bay. I have heard a few reports of, you know, not like smoking them, but catching, yeah, catching trout and reds both. Right. So that's a good sign, you know. I, I know two different people that caught them this week uh, drifting in East Bay. Yeah. So that's good. Yes, it is. Like, and and not, not smoked them. I hadn't heard any big-time reports, but, but catching fish, you know. Yeah, just going through the motions. Yeah, just catching some this fish. So that's a good report. That's it. Exactly. I haven't went. I've been – I'm stuck on the freshwater stuff right now, so I haven't, I haven't even been saltwater fishing in a while. I'll be Fayette this weekend, and then I got a tournament on Conroe next weekend, and then I might have one week off, and then we got the Brandon Belt tournament on Conroe at the end of the month. Yeah. So I'll be on Conroe a lot starting next week. The rest of the yeah. month, pretty much, starting next week, yeah, I'll be on Conroe. you going to be busy. Yes, sir. Yeah, All right, Tommy. Well, I thought I'd check in, see what was up, brother. So if uh, <clears> somebody wants to call you about uh, – Bass fishing with you, or trout fishing, red fishing, what have you. How do yeah. we get a hold of you, man? Whatever. Give us some info. I can do whatever you want. Uh, they can get me on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or give me a call. If I don't answer, leave a message. Or you can text me on my phone at 979-709-8242. All right, buddy. Well, Tommy, you have a good one. Always good talking to you. How's that <clears> new <throat> bass boat working out? Performing well for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good I deal. like it. And all right I've, good. i don't know three it's my fourth ski third fourth skeeter i like them yeah although all they're right. all good nowadays i think but they are that's true yeah it's all preference they're all, all right, good yes. well you all have right. a good one and uh good luck uh tomorrow fishing in that weather <laughs> yeah it's probably gonna get pushed back a little bit <laughs> all right, just just a tad all right bud just see you tad. tommy right. later man all right all right all right, let's go down to South Padre now. Let's check in with our good friend, Captain Brian Barrera. Hey, Brian, good morning. How are you, buddy? Pretty good, sir. How are you doing today? Couldn't be better. How are you doing? All right. Just here at the house, about to start getting ready, doing some stuff. I got a fish this morning around uh, 8 o'clock, so going to head out there and see what we can get into. I'm uh, snook fishing today. And uh, That's good. Yep, go bounce some jigs around. See what happens. I've been... Uh, Flat fishing, wade fishing past two days. 
Yeah. I had two full days with a good buddy named Peter. He came down. He's an early morning sicko. He listens all the time. He's a real Altinger? cool dude. Freak. No, no. No, it no, wasn't Peter Altinger Brothers? Me. No, this guy's name's Peter. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. Uh, he's been listening to you, your show for a long time. Cool. And uh, that's how he initially heard of me. And uh, We've been uh, fishing for a few years now. and it, it was good. We did some wade fishing, just smoked the trout each day, maybe, maybe 60, 75 trout a day nice. between the two of us. Nothing real huge, you know, a couple of, couple of decent fish here and there. Peter broke his personal best, so that's always good. Yeah, that's always and, good. Uh, yeah, get a yep, PB. Yep, a yep, few nice, few nice redfish in the mix, and, and, uh, uh, even a couple of black drum and artificial, the random. Yeah, it's that time of year, you know, we start catching, we do the same up here. We start catching a lot of, even sheephead on artificials. Yep. Yeah. We were driving and we must've drove over a school of, you know, 500 drum pretty easy. (laughs) And and that's like in one spot where they're on the bottom. And then we go to another spot and it's kind of that, that stuff where you see like a bunch of schools like, or pods, like five and six drum just kind of floating on the surface Uh cruising by, you know? And you can't help but to, you can't help, can't resist, but to throw a cast at them and try to get one to eat, but they never, they hardly ever do, you know, so, um, we just did our thing and it was, it was really cool, it was fun, we had great weather, did some wade fishing, did some drift fishing, so that was good, before that I was, uh, snuck fishing for two days and we did really good there too, nothing, we didn't, you know, light the world on fire, but we did pretty good, you know, 10 to 15 snook a day. Not bad. Um, Nothing too crazy in, in the size range, maybe a 29-inch fish or so was the biggest one. That's a solid. But it's been good. It's been, it's been consistent this week, and next week's supposed to get a little bit better for fishing. I have to check the weather. Yeah, it's uh, we're going to get that front this weekend, but it's going to warm up real nice next week, which, you know, if we're in the mid-70s here, you all will be in the 80s down there. Yep, yep. And so I've got a... Uh, I've got to work tomorrow also, but it's looking pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of looking iffy with that Pacific front coming. A lot of moisture. It's not too bad. Only only about 32 mile an hour consistent winds out of the north and 60% chance of rain, but whatever. Well, your rain chance is a lot less. They're throwing 100% up on us. Oh. Tonight and tomorrow, so here we go. Let's let it rain. Yep, so I don't think that that's really going to be – I got a group of beginners, too, and I don't fish that often, so I'm probably going to end up pushing that day back. I'd hate to have some people's first experience on the water, a 30-mile-an-hour north wind day, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know the drill. So we'll I'm see. with you. We'll see. And uh, we'll see what else happens. You know, I've got a new – so I'm selling my boat here in the next uh, – 10 days and i got my new boat coming in about another month so i'll be i won't have my flat boat for you know a little less than a month or something like that but i'll still have my big boat so I'm you're running what right what now. flats boat are you running i have a 21 foot shallow sport right now shallow sport yeah okay yep and i've got a 25 x3 coming in here oh, you're gonna love that i heard i heard a lot of good stuff about that boat yep got that 350 trp on there there you go. Uh, we're going to Four-wheel drive. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, I started with an 18-foot shallow sport, and I had that for 20 years. And uh, move it on up. Moved up to the 21 two years ago, and now 25 this year. So Bigger's better. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. That'll be a good mixture. I can do all my tarpon stuff and all that with it, so. We're pretty pumped up about it. I'm uh, ow. I'm getting ready to start hitting the jetties and stuff. Everybody's just slamming sheep's head right now. You know, the sheep's head spawn kind of happening here at our inlets. It's probably happening up there at y'all's also. You it's know, getting we're, ready. Guys, we're a little behind you, but uh, it's it's sheep season. It's coming. Oh, and yeah, a big, you know, big annual drum run, you know. Yeah, 
you know it's sheep season. I see a picture of, of a head boat with about 50 limits of sheep's head, you know. Good I was like, Lord. holy cow. <laughs> yeah, the head boats will go over there and, and just destroy them, you know. And if there's enough of the head boats to get them, then. Well, I'm poor sheephead. Take it on a chin, man. Yeah, they do, right? Those, those dumb suckers. <laughs> they can't. They can't. <laughs> they just line up to die. Live shrimp. <laughs> live shrimp will be the death of a sheep's head, I tell you what. Boy, hey, hey, there's some shrimp eating machines. Yeah, yeah, they are. But I mean, uh, I I enjoy doing it for like uh, beginners and people. That's yeah, the only time you know, tourist crowd stuff. They love that. Yeah. It, uh, the tug's a drug, man. That's all they care about: setting the hook. Yeah, and as a guide, every once in a while, I I like a nice easy day of just catching. You know what I yeah. mean? Right. Uh, and it, it makes it a little easy on you. They taste good, and this is the only time of the year. Normally, I'm like two people, three people max. It's the only right. time of the year I'm like, bring everybody. Bring them all, four people, five Pile people. Them <laughs> yeah. You're just Let's dropping some, straight off the edge. Doing some like winching. Yeah, just like if you're snapper fish, you know, just throw a jig head off and a little live shrimp on it, and they tend to, to eat it. So. Oh, yeah. So that's good. You know, that's kind of what we got going on right now. I've got a lot of uh, big trout trips coming up, too, so that's going to be good. Yeah. I finally get to start chasing some, some big trout. I haven't, I haven't uh, been booked too much for that the past month. I've been doing a lot of snook fishing. Got you. All right, buddy. Well, hey, if somebody wants to come down and get with you and uh, do a little fishing, how they get hold of you, Brian? Yes, sir. Um Quick call, area code 956-755-9413, or text be the quickest way, or you can visit the website, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. All right, buddy. Well, Brian, you have a good one, my friend. Always a pleasure talking to you, bud. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you. See you, man. All right, that's Captain Brian Barrera down at uh, South Padre. All right, it's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 